You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your sassy source for lifestyle advice, wellness tips, and pop culture dish. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and holistic hustler here to help you get your shit together and laugh through all the chaos of life in your 20s. If you're not doing so already, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach for really funny Instagram stories, adorable memes, and really cute selfies. You can also follow at No Filter with Zach to keep up with all the latest show news, the latest Bravo news, the latest pop culture news. All the dish and all the tea. Um, Happy Cyber Monday, everybody. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving and a wonderful Black Friday. I actually had a very nice Thanksgiving. I was a little disappointed that I didn't realize Target wasn't open on Thanksgiving. So my family does this thing on Thanksgiving where we do an ornament exchange. And um, I didn't have an ornament. I, I, I meant to go on like Wednesday night, but I was like, oh, I'll just go Thursday first thing in the morning because like, you know, everyone has like last minute Christmas shopping to do. And I had gone to CVS, which I actually just recently discovered CVS the other day. And it's like a whole new like world and experience for me because I normally like I wasn't much of a CVS shopper. I wasn't more of like a CVS or a Rite Aid or a Walgreens. Like I just never really went there unless like I don't know. I don't. I needed something that I don't know. I just. I never. I don't have prescriptions, so I've never had to go to the pharmacy. Like it's just never. I've always just been like, I'll go to Target or I'll go to like the market or Whole Foods and like get whatever I need from there. Um, and I've recently discovered CVS, and it's actually like, I don't know. It's like so easy and so convenient, and it's like way closer to me than Target. So I was just. I don't know. I, this is not an ad for CVS because. Um, I don't know if I would even take ads from CBS at this point, but um, it, it's like opened up a whole new world for me. Anyway, long story short. So the, the point of me bringing it up is I went to, it was raining. It was pouring and raining. It's been really cold here in Los Angeles and it's been raining a lot, but on Thanksgiving morning, it was pouring, 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 rain, rain, raining. Normally I walk to, um, I walk to Target because it's not that far for me and it's like a nice little 15, 20 minute walk. Um, and so I don't mind going, but this, time it was pouring so I was like okay well I'm not gonna walk to Target so I took an Uber to Target and I thought like of course like people have last minute things to get from Target for Thanksgiving so I went and I got to Target and they were closed and I was like why are they closed on Thanksgiving morning like this is the perfect time to be open because everybody has last minute shit that they have to buy and nobody wants to go to the market because like that's gonna be chaotic well, the security guard there is like, oh, sorry, we don't do, um, we're not open until 5 p.m. tonight. And I was like, open until 5 p.m.? That's when people are having dinner for Thanksgiving. Like, that's stupid. And he's like, no, that's when their Black Friday deals start. So that's why they're not open right now. They're open tonight. And I was like, well, that is the stupidest thing ever. Like, why would you be closed ahead of, like, when people need last minute things for Thanksgiving? Like, who wants to go Black Friday shopping after dinner on Thanksgiving? Like, it's a it's a whole holiday about gratitude, not about, like, deals and spending money. And, like, now I feel like the whole Black Friday craze isn't even what it used to be, like, on the news and people would fight and it'd be all chaotic and crazy and people would line up for hours. Like, it's not that anymore because now we have, like, online shopping and Black Friday deals online, which is what I where I did most of my Black Friday shopping was um, I didn't go into any stores to Black Friday shop. I just did it all on the Internet. Um, but, like, and I also think it's so stupid because, like, nobody wants to end their Thanksgiving early by going out and going – shopping and like it's I don't know I just think it's dumb and you're not gonna be running out of product anyway like the whole Black Friday model is just completely changed and I feel like doing it on Thanksgiving is stupid so I ended up going to CVS and see now I like the convenience of CVS and I like that they kind of like have everything there but what I don't love about CVS is that um 
the, at least the CVS by me, I'm not going to judge all CVSs because, you know, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover and I don't want people to give me shit for it. But um, the CVS that I went to, I went to twice. I went on Wednesday and then I went again on Thursday because they were open. And again, I needed to buy an ornament for my family's gift exchange. And I had looked at CVS's ornaments and they were like, $9 for like this cheap little bullshit where I figured I could have gone to Target and paid like $4 for a cheap little bullshit. Anyway, went to CVS. First time I went was with this one woman who was like an older woman. And I was like, oh, she's probably going to be super sweet. Like, I don't know. I just, in my experience, older people are just always like so sweet. That's me, you know, generalizing, stereotyping, all that, all that good stuff that you're going to hate me on Twitter for. Went up to her and she was just like awful and rude. And she was like, do you want to, she's like, do you have a CVS card? And I was like, no, I actually don't, but I would, I would love to sign, sign one up. I would love to sign up for one today, you know, help you meet your quota. And she was like, so irritated that I was like taking time out of her day to sign up for a CVS card. Cause apparently everyone just has one of those, but like, I'm not everybody. Okay. I'm Zach Peter. And, um, she's like, okay, what's your email address? And so I gave her my email address and she types it in and then she's like, it's not a real email address. And I'm like, yes, it is a real email address. That's, that's the email that I use. And she's like, what well, says it's invalid. And I was like, oh, um, maybe, do you think maybe like, oh, maybe I misspelled it for you. Maybe you may have accidentally typed it in wrong. Do you want to retry it? She's like, it says it's invalid. It's not a real email address. And I was like, excuse me, it is a real email address because it's my email address and it's the one that I use every day. And also like, when are these machines detecting what's a real email address and what's not a real email address? The only time they do that is when the formula is off. You know, you forget the at sign or like, you know, you add in a, a, a decimal in the wrong place. I don't know, like a fucking math problem. Um, and so I was like, do you mind just like retrying it? And she's like, it says it's invalid. And I was like, but it's not invalid. I just, I'll respell it for you. And so she was all irritated. And she's like, what is it? And so she typed in again. And guess what, bitch? It was right because that was my real fucking email address. She was not nice. I won't make that mistake twice. Went in the next day, and this is where I met Carla, Carla with a K. And Carla with a K was a real delight. She had her little unibrow going on. She had her hair all frizzed out. Um, yeah, she was, she was a little, she was a little, another little dumpling, like my date last week. She was just like this cute little thing. And I was like, ooh, Carla's going to be fun to chat with. Go up, walk up to Carla. And I'm like, hi, how's your day? And she's like, oh, hey. Like she recognized me. And I was like, oh, good. Oh, a fan. Um, and she's like, um, I was like, how's your day? And she's like, oh, you know, I'm just, I'm so fucking tired, man. And I was like, oh, excuse me. Like, I didn't realize that, like, that's that's how CVS teaches you to greet your customers. Um, and I was like, are you going to be, she's like, how are you? And I was like, oh, I'm good. You know, it's cold, but, like, I'm getting ready for Thanksgiving. I was like, are you doing anything fun or nice for Thanksgiving with your family or anything tonight? And she's just like, nope, I'm going to be smoking me a joint. And I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, yep. She's like, what about you? Are you going to be smoking too? And I was like, no, but I'm definitely going to be drinking. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, um, I'm probably just going to do dinner with my family tonight. And she's like, oh, okay. She's like, well, I'm just going to be smoking in my jacuzzi tonight, in my thong. And I was like, oh, in her thong. Okay. I was like, wow, not even her bikini. She's going to be in her thong. She's not buying no Beverly Beach by Dorit. She's getting her thong on. She's got her little... Victoria's Secret thong and she's going to be rocking it in the jacuzzi in this cold, rainy weather. I was like, you know what, Carla? You do you. Okay? And from now on, I'm just not going to talk to any CVS employees because every time I talk to them, it's like, you know, I, I just, I seem to be irritating them. 
Um, yeah, that, that was, that was my Thanksgiving, but it was fun. I had a nice time with my family, had a great weekend. Um, no, oh, but I do have some dating, some juicy dating, dating stories that I'll share with you in a minute. Um, but real quickly, this week's drink of the week comes from my new hack your hangover holiday guide. And it's actually inspired by one of the stories I'm going to be telling you today on the show. One of my, my sexy, sexy stories for today. Um, yeah, I have my new, so Nikki Sharp and I did a hack your hangover guide last summer. I'm doing an updated Hack Your Hangover guide with um, how to survive the holidays, how to survive your crazy family, um, some really fun uh, hosting tips if you're hosting any parties. I have a lot of my friends coming into the guide and contributing as well, how to like mind your waistline when you're going into the holiday dinners, like how to not like, you know, feel gross and bloated and, and disgusting the next day, like how to actually, you know, feel like a boss and how to not be hungover the next day. And I have some really great cocktail recipes. But one of them is called Sleeping with the Enemy. And it is a vegan white Russian, and it's actually quite delicious. This one's a little basic because I feel like we're early into the into the um, into December. It's still early, so I'll get more festive each week as we get closer to Christmas. But um, this one is called Sleeping with the Enemy, and again, it's it's a it's a white Russian. It's my twist on an adaptogenic white Russian, and it's actually very very yummy. Um, the Hack Your Hangover Guide will be coming out very very soon. Um, if not later this week, probably early next week, I'm just waiting on when I can actually release it. Uh, there's just a little holdup thing, but it's going to be coming very, very soon. I'll probably want to release it next week only because then it'll be closer to the actual holidays and when people will actually be having holiday parties. But anyway, so this one's a really good vegan, right? Russian. This one's also at justplainzac.com in the healthy cocktail section. You can easily just get it right there and not even have to wait for the guide, but more will be coming. Um, also it's cyber Monday and you know, I love me some cyber Monday deals. I did lots of black. Friday deals. One of my favorite brands is Hum Nutrition. If you listen to the adulting podcast or you follow me on the IG, then you know that I'm obsessed with the Hum Nutrition hair gummies. Their wingman is also really good. It's like a liver support supplement, which is one of my favorite hacks, which is featured in the guide because when you're drinking, you want to show your liver some love. Yeah, show it some love. Well, today, Cyber Monday, Hum Nutrition is doing a 50% off site-wide sale. So everything on the site, half off. Just use code TREAT, T-R-E-A-T, at humnutrition.com. I mean, come on. It's a half-off sale. What other websites or stores right now do you know that are giving you 50% off at humnutrition.com? Go right now. Use code TREAT. You can always also use code ADULTING for 20% off. Um, my favorite picks would be the wingman if you're going to be you know, drinking or having lots of coffee or just being a little you know, not as nice to your liver. Definitely get the wingman. Vitamin D is also really great to keep you energized. Or if like you're in a place where there isn't a lot of sun, get that vitamin D in. And the hair gummies are my favorite. Hair sweet hair. They're delicious. And they keep my hair shining and glowing. Humnutrition.com. Use code TREAT or use code ADULTING for 50% off or for 20% off. Whatever your heart desires. Okay, so today we have so much going on. I have some new love life updates. I have some housewives tea. And um, my thoughts on this, like, America's Got Talent drama with Gabrielle Union and Julianne Hough and then Caitlyn Jenner and I'm a Celebrity. Like, there's just so much that's been going on over the past week. I mean, there was a lot, but not a lot at the same time because it was Thanksgiving. So a lot of stuff was, like, not airing um, or was on break. So the only thing I actually think I really, like, watched and enjoyed was Housewives of New Jersey, which is when they went to Jamaica Mon. And Jennifer kept saying, Jamaica Mon. And I I was like, girl, can you not say that? That's probably offensive to them. You know, that's like going oh, 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 to like somebody that's Native American or in, in an indigenous person. I think that's the right term. Um, but yeah, like it's it's offensive. It's not cool. It's 
I don't even know what the terms are anymore, but I'm pretty sure it's not okay to do anymore. And so we should probably like adapt with the times, Jennifer. But I actually really like Jennifer. I think she's funny. Okay, so before we get into housewives news and tea and all of that stuff, I want to talk about my live stories. So I had two foreigners. I decided to like, you know, I couldn't go on vacation overseas um, or travel to a different country or a different continent for Thanksgiving. So I decided to just sleep with the ones that traveled to Los Angeles for the week. Um, So the first one was my Russian lover, which is why my vegan white Russian is inspired by, by my Russian lover. He was actually, you guys, really sweet and really hot. He was really tall and he had really nice light eyes and he was just like very, he was very attractive. And normally I'm not attracted to like a Russian accent, um, but I was actually like super into the, to the, to his little accent. I'm like, having little flashbacks so anyway so he comes over we were talking for a while he was telling me where he was staying and all of this stuff and then um he's like do you want to grab a coffee do you want to grab a drink like what do you want to do and I was like I'm fine with either and then um he ended up coming over and so but he shows up at my door and he has like this little whole foods pastry bag and I was like oh that's unique I was like what is what is what is that and he's like and look at I'm I'm used to if you've listened to any of my pod, other podcast interviews or um especially the one I did with Katie Thompson uh on see you next Tuesday I, I'll tell you like about the, you'll hear about the other guy the the retired porn star that showed up at my door with his laptop so that we can watch porn together which again offensive that I he didn't think I could have my own laptop or television to watch porn on um so I'm a little weary when people show up to their to my door without or with a bag so he had a little Whole Foods bag and he's like I brought you a treat and I was like oh that's so sweet of you but I'm like it's probably some like sugar filled like gluten filled muffin that I can't eat and probably won't eat but like so grateful for the gesture and I was just like thank you so much and then I put it on my counter I didn't want to open it because I didn't want to fake like oh thank you oh my god I can't wait to like delve into this you know coffee cake that I am not going to eat because I'm on a sugar detox and because I don't eat gluten or dairy and he's like, you don't want to open it? And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll open it in a little bit. And so we kind of hung out for a minute we, for a minute, and we chilled. And then he's like, do you like massage? And I was like, oh, yes, I like massage. Yes, I love massage. And he's just like, let me give you massage. And I was like, oh, please give me a massage. I'd love, love to have a little massage. Um, there were, he didn't, ha- he didn't like come prepped with any like lubricant or baby oil or anything to like, you know, lather on me, but he was giving me a very nice massage. He put on some like Russian meditation music and I was like, oh, this is a vibe. And then he was giving me a massage, but like, it wasn't like a sexy massage. It was like, let me really get these knots out of you, out of your back. And I was like, wow, this is like actually really nice. And then I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, oh my God, is he, is he like a, is he a hooker? Like, is, is, is this a prostitute situation? Because like, normally like, that's what they say. They're like, I, I want to give you a massage massage you know like when you go to a korean spa for a happy ending you know you get a massage and they massage you downstairs and it's you know boom boom in the massage room well he's actually like working out my kink so then i'm thinking like he's probably like a real massage therapist and he probably like am i gonna have to pay him for this and i'm like oh my god i didn't i don't even have cash on me does he accept credit card how do you vent how do you write that off on your taxes like russian prostitute massage therapist that came over (sighs) well he gave, he gave me a massage, and then eventually the massage turned into sexy time. And he was actually really great at everything that he did, and I was very pleased. Um, and then when we finished, I, you know, freshened everything up, and then I was in the kitchen, and he's like, you didn't open you, you didn't open your treat. And I was like, oh, you're right. You know what? I'm so sorry. I didn't open my treat. I'll open it right now. And I opened it, and it was a lemon tart. And he's like, I see your Instagram. 
and I get you gluten-free and dairy-free and no sugar-free. And I was like, oh, he meant no sugar, but he said no sugar-free um, or no added sugar and sugar-free is what he meant. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. It was just like the most thoughtful thing to like do, like to look at my Instagram and to see that like I don't eat gluten or dairy and I'm on a sugar detox and then to go and still get a pastry, but like not to get like, you know, a dollar pastry or like a dollar croissant, but like to actually get me like something that he knew that I could eat. And I was like, that is just the sweetest thing ever. I'm like, who is your mother? And what like she taught you such great manners. I was like so happy. It was the sweetest thing ever. It really was. And I wanted to see him again, but then he left to Bomb Springs. And then back to Russia. And now, you know, the one person that would have made a great husband, I will never probably ever see again. And that's that's my Latin, my Russian lover story. And then and then there was the lover from Lebanon and the lover from Lebanon was great. He um, so like I said, it's been really, really cold in Los Angeles. So we were talking for a while and he was staying at one of the hotels here in downtown. One of my favorite, actually, um, and one of my favorite hotels to eat at. Um, even though I think it's ridiculously overpriced, but he, he's like, I'm staying, you know, we were talking and he's like, we matched and then we, we were, you know, chatting back and forth. And he's like, I would love to see you for a drink while I'm in town or, you know, maybe a bite or a coffee, like whatever you want. Like, I would love to, you know, get to know you better. And I was like, Oh, okay. That's so sweet. Um, and then he's like, I want, can you, you know, are you available later this afternoon? I was like, well, you know what? I have something to do tonight, but you know, I have a couple hours to kill in, in between then. Like, sure. Like, you know, he was only a few blocks from me. And, um, so he's like, but if you come, like, I need you, one thing that I find really attractive is guys that wear really short shorts. And I was like, okay. He's like, do you have any short shorts? And I was like, I, I do actually, but I normally wore them over the summer and it's like fucking freezing outside. I was like, I'm not going to wear shorts in this weather. It was like 48 degrees or 51 degrees. And I was like, that's a little too cold for me to be wearing any type of shorts, anything above the knee. And then he's like, no, just please do it. You know, just please wear it. It'll, it'll turn me on so much. I'll buy you a drink, whatever. And I was like, okay, it's a little, a little weird, but whatever. And, um, so I end up wearing shorts and freezing my fucking ass off with my giant coat and my little short shorts. And so I go over to the hotel to meet him there for a drink or whatever. And then, um, I get there and we're going to go and order a drink. And then he's like, well, you know, I also I have, you know, some wine. I have a mini fridge upstairs. I have some wine. If you want to just have some wine and have more of a chill vibe. And then, you know, that way we're not like all around other people. And, you know, we can kind of just get to know each other. And so I'm like, okay, he just wants to do boom, boom in the bedroom. I was like, well, we'll see how this goes. So we went upstairs to his room, served us some some wine, loved me in my shorts, even though I was fucking freezing because anything below like 72 in Los Angeles is practically a snowstorm, let alone it being 50 degrees and so we went upstairs and we're having some wine and we're talking and he's telling me about these documentaries and he's like giving me like this whole different spiel and like we're going on and on and on and he's a doctor and all of this stuff he was actually really tall very attractive nice accent like just it was all just like oh I'm, I'm a sucker for like a good foreigner um and apparently they're like me because I'm just like some you know a blonde American bombshell and he then is so then he like leans in to kiss me and so I'm like okay and we're kissing and he was a terrible kisser by the way he was not good at like he didn't know what to do he didn't know how to find a rhythm he didn't know how to like either take control or let me take control and it was just like very awkward and I'm like okay well not everybody can have everything and so eventually um he takes my shorts off and 
then just starts like kissing my thighs and it's like just like kissing my legs and I'm like this is really awkward and then I'm just like assuming like we're in his hotel room we're having wine like I'm kind of like you know thinking this is probably going to lead to sex and then he's just like we're not gonna have sex and I was like okay I've been told that before and he's like no I'm serious I'm serious and I'm like why are you gonna take your clothes off and then he like kind of took them off but like wouldn't take his underwear off like he would not like allow me to see any genitalia and so I was like okay this is interesting but like you want me naked and you want to just like kiss my legs I'm like this is like a really weird fucking fetish and he was just like kissing that like not even like passion like he was just like Like, just pecking, like, Woody the Wedpecker, like, just pecking my thighs. And I'm like, this is so fucking weird. I'm like, and he doesn't even want to have sex with me, but, like, I'm practically naked in his hotel room. I'm like, this is just so bizarre. And he's like, no, I can't. I was like, well, do you at least want to take, like, you know, take your boxers off, like, at least? And he's like no, 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 no. I can't do that unless I actually know somebody. I'm like, um, we've been talking for an hour. Like we know each other well enough at this point. Like I'm naked in your hotel room. And so it was just like the weirdest thing ever. And it like, that was all that he did was kiss my legs. And until eventually it's like, okay, I gotta go. And I was like, that like gross. Like I just, I didn't, he's like, I would love to get to know you better. I would love, you know, cause I gave him a lot of really good restaurant recommendations in downtown. And he was like, yeah, we should go to one. I would love to see you again. And I was like, maybe he's just like, not that into me. Like maybe he's like super attracted to legs, but he's not like super attracted to me. And like, he just wanted to kiss my legs. Like I was like so confused about it. So then I ended up like, I'm like, okay, I gotta go. And so I left. And then he like kept texting me about like, oh my God, you're so sexy and you're so hot and the things I want to do to you and all this stuff. And I'm like, but you didn't do shit to me. Like, I don't understand like what the whole point of that was like for your bad kisser and then you don't even like there was no oral there was nothing nothing but like him pecking my thighs and it was just like the strangest fucking thing ever and I'm like what like how do I go from the Russian love like how do I go from Russia to Lebanon and it just got like wildly worse and then I was thinking I was like maybe there's like there was just it was just weird like he wouldn't take his boxers off and I was like maybe there's like something you know like maybe like some type of deformity or like you know maybe he's like maybe he was trans and I didn't know and he wasn't ready to show that side of me like why would you like he kept saying like I just I need to know you first we need to get to know each other first like we need to know each other really well before I take all my clothes off so it was just like really weird like there was just some type of situation that he like, like wasn't ready to have but like if he was a little more honest or a little more open like just something that made would it make it so like ambiguous and vague and like weird it was just like it was it was very very strange and I haven't had sex since and you know what a vibe I'm also on my no sugar kick I'm on my this is the start of my third week and it's actually been going very, very well. I haven't had any sugar except for like on Thanksgiving when I had like two bites of I had a bite of a sweet potato pie that my mother made or uh, yeah, it was sweet potato pie. And it was actually very delicious. Like she really outdid herself. And it was dairy free and gluten free and egg free. Because uh, I don't eat gluten or dairy. And my brother can't have gluten, eggs or dairy. And then my stepsister is vegan. So she made sure you know, my mother made sure it was like a real fun, real good time. Um, and that was delicious. But aside from like those two bites of sugar, I didn't have anything else for the past two weeks and now I'm going into week three and I'm like halfway there and I love it. It's been, it's actually been really good. My body has been adjusting not as quickly as it used to. Like normally I would go off sugar for four days and my body would be like, bam, abs out of nowhere. And I'd be like, what? Okay. But I also haven't worked out because I freshly bleached my hair and like I can't sweat and like I can't do any heat because then like it'll fade the color, whatever. Um, but I, I've actually been surviving this this no sugar thing. And I haven't been craving sugar. I did for like the first couple of days. But I actually am really enjoying this. And I don't think I 
think I might be like off sugar for a while, actually, because it was just like at a point where I was like, okay, I need like my body's like just really inflamed and bloated and just feels gross. And like I was always just like I was like, I want a cookie. So I would like just go and get a cookie and then I want a donut and I would just go and get a donut. I want ice cream. And normally it's like, yeah, treat yourself, feed your cravings. But like not when it's like every day, like more than once a day. And you're just like, I just feel like having, you know just feel like having sugar for no reason. And it was because my body was like becoming addicted and craving it too much. But I, one of, um, one of the things that's actually been really helping me is I, there's this new project. I think I may have mentioned it here. Cause I went to a dinner that they hosted here in downtown. It was like a pre-launch type of event thingy. Um, and it's called pure cane and it's, um, it's like this, just like a yummy mouth. My mouth is literally watering thinking of it, a mouth watering, like just it's this mouth-watering sweet ingredient that's made from sugar cane. Like, I think it's fermented sugar cane. And it tastes super sweet, just like 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 sugar cane. But it doesn't have any calories in it. It's not. It doesn't have any GMOs in it. It won't spike your blood sugar, so it's not going to, like, store fat like regular sugar would. And there's, like, no bitter aftertaste, which normally, like, these quote-unquote alternative sweeteners, like, they have these, you know, they don't taste like sugar. But this one actually tastes really good. Like, for me, it was just, like, I remember when I went to the dinner and they mixed it into, like, all of the different dishes. They had this, like, oh, my mouth is salivating at the duck. There, there was this, like, yummy duck recipe that they had at that event. Um, and it's, it's honestly just, like, love it for a bite you know it just like sweetened up my life um I did indulge in a couple of carbs over the weekend mostly like um like a little some some rice and there was some gluten-free stuffing that I had but I didn't have any like added sugar I didn't have any fruit and then anytime I did sweeten anything I used this pure cane which is actually what I use in all of the cocktails in my hack your hangover guide is the um the pure cane sweetener and so I sweetened all of my cocktails with that so even all the sugars featured in the hack your hangover guide which is coming out very soon um those don't even have any sugar in them so like it's I'm telling you, like, I'm actually really, I know it sounds like a not so fun life, but like, I mean, I don't know. I think pure cane is really sweetening up, sweetening up my life. Um, but yeah, I have two weeks strong left. I'm going to go strong for these next two weeks because I have two of them left and I'm going to, I'm going to do it, but then I'm going to have dessert again come Christmas. Oh, all right. Let's get into some pop culture news and some some housewives dish. Um, first up, Gabrielle Union and this whole America's Got Talent firing BS. Like I, it's honestly I've been trying to follow it for the past week and it's so confusing. I don't fully understand it. So apparently, Julianne Huff and Gabrielle Union, which were the replacements on America's Got Talent, this most recent season they were fired from America's Got Talent or their contracts weren't renewed for the next season and it was reported that um they both would receive like excessive notes from producers and then um Gabrielle was complaining about like racial insensitivity and like encouraging some of the other staff members like if there was a joke or something if they heard something that offended them then she was like encouraging them to go and take it to HR and then there was apparently like some issue that Jay Leno made that was ended up getting like cut from the show he said something about um something about a dog and how that dog should be on the the menu of a Korean restaurant or something to that effect something to that effect where like basically implying that Koreans eat dogs which is a stereotype that's been around for a really long time time not that it's true or not true or anything but it was a joke that I guess Gabrielle Union felt was really insensitive and thought needed to be cut from the show which I think eventually was cut from the show um but I don't understand why she was let go exactly or why her and Julianne uh, Julianne were let go Julianne Huff Gabrielle Union Julianne Huff were both let go and so I don't understand like what the fire like what were they were they fired because they were being difficult were they fired because they were you know encouraging people like did the I don't know the people the producers think that they were 
you know, too PC or too sensitive. Because, I mean, you also have to realize, like, Jay Leno has been on late night, but, like, on regular TV, not even cable. So, like, he's had to really monitor and censor himself. So if anybody knows, like, what's appropriate to say on television, on, like, you know, a channel that America's got talent on, what channel are they they on Fox? Are they on ABC? I don't know. I don't care. But he's been, his show was on one of those, one of those channels. So like he knows the regulations and he knows what he's allowed to say. Like he's been in the game for so long. Now, granted, culture has changed and like, you know, there are all these new things that we have to be more mindful of and more sensitive of. And I get that. And, you know, I'm not saying that his joke was great. I don't really know the the full joke or the context or anything that we, it was said in. I just know like bits and pieces of what he, um, of the joke he implied. But I just, I don't understand why she was like, fi- why they were fired or why they were let go from the no- from the show. And then there was like in the report as well, I think it was Variety that reported it. They noted that like, Huff and, and Union were given so many like excessive notes about their behavior and about their outfits and all of that stuff. So I'm like, well, they were they like, you know, difficult to work with on the show. Like, I just I didn't understand the context behind that. And then Julianne ended up coming out or her rep made a statement and was like, Julianne, you know, it, it, it's unfortunate that she's not going to be on America's Got Talent, but she's still in talks with. Oh, I think it was. Oh, NBC. NBC is what they're on. They're like, she was still in talks. She's still in talks to work on other projects with NBC. And I was like, oh, OK. So like she's on good terms with them. But for some reason, there's like this like hostility towards Gabrielle Union. And I don't fully understand the situation. Um and NBC hasn't really taken a, like ownership or accountability or even issued like a real apology for any of it. They just said that like, you know, they promote diversity and they promote all of this stuff. Like they released a, sta- a statement that basically said that like she wasn't let go because, you know, she's a black woman or because of anything racial that they, you know, they're like, we were, we're always like super diverse on the show. But like, I just, I was confused as to one, why she was let go Two why she, I mean, I understand why you would be upset if you're let go from a gig or a job. I get that. But like, it was just the whole situation is confusing. And I feel like there are so many more details that aren't being released. And she even tweeted something or retweeted a tweet from, um, Joelle Monique and if you guys remember when I was hosting the Gotham after show Joelle was one of the other panelists so shout out to Joelle um, for getting that mention from Gabrielle Gabrielle ended up retweeting Joelle's tweet about like this is the proper way to apologize and I agree with Joelle like the three points that she hit in her tweet about like what a proper apology is I understand that but I don't think NBC is necessarily in a place where they want to apologize and I don't even fully think they're covering their ass I think they're I feel like they're just as confused about the reports and about Gabrielle being upset as anybody else. Like, I don't, I think if there were some context or reasoning as to why she was let go, that would help clarify the situation. Um, but the reports out there are just like have so much mixed information that I don't, I don't understand it. I think it's weird. And I hope that they can give me some clarity because I'm just so confused. Um, okay. Also, I just want to say that if you haven't done so already, please leave us a review on iTunes or whatever platform you're listening to my sexy radio voice. If you want more levity, if you want more cocktail recipes, if you want more housewives tea, all of that stuff, leave me a review. Put your favorite emoji. Let's see. what What is the emoji of the week? Let's do a martini glass. Um, yeah, let's do a martini glass. If you're listening to this episode and you, because it's, you know, we're in the holiday season and I made lots of delicious martinis in my Hacky Hangover Guide, which will be coming out soon. Um, leave a martini glass in the reviews to let me know that you like this week's episode and also like weigh in on the tea. Okay. 
Um, let's talk about Tinsley, my favorite New York housewife. I mean, I love Tinsley as much as I love Raquel on Vanderpump Rules. So Tinsley is finally engaged. She finally has a ring on it. Um, so I guess that means she's like finally unfreezing her eggs, even though didn't she just freeze them like last year? Um, honestly, I don't think this is going to last. I don't think that their marriage is going to last. I feel like it's going to be nice at the beginning. Like, I just, I don't understand what she sees in him other than, I, she clearly likes to be a. It, my impression is that she likes to be a kept woman. She likes to have a husband. She likes to play the housewife. She doesn't want to like, you know. She likes to do the little charity thing, like. But she doesn't really like to like work. Is what I gather from her. And so Scott is the type of guy that like wants that traditional, you know, Southern belle that he can take care of. And but like I feel like it's it's gonna get old really quickly. Like she's played that role already with her last husband, and then she had to like you know let loose. And she wants to, she likes to be a socialite and she likes to go out. So as much as I think she likes to be a kept woman, I feel like she he's so controlling from what we've seen and from you know how overwhelmed she gets when he come when they're he's discussed on the show that like. I think, like, she's just such a social girl that she is going to want to go out. She's going to want to be that same socialite that she was on the East Coast that she's now going to try to do in Chicago. And Scott doesn't seem like the type of guy that wants his woman gallivanting all around town without him. And, you know, I just, I don't, I see the dynamic not really working and her being very unhappy. Maybe not up front. I think at the beginning there's going to be money. There's going to be the new marriage. It's going to be a honeymoon phase. But I don't, I don't foresee this lasting long term. Like maybe at best, I think at best four years. At best, Scott and Tinsley, Dunzos, if they actually get married, Dunzos in four years, for sure. Because I just, I don't see them lasting long term. I think they can probably make it past, they'll definitely make it past the first year. Second year is going to be tough. Third year is going to be the year they stick, stick it out. And then year four is when she's just going to be like, I can't do this anymore. He is too controlling. Because that's exactly what he looks like. BravoCon. Um... So they're releasing the full panels from BravoCon and they're during one of the panels, Ramona admitted that she actually wasn't originally going to join Real Housewives of New York, which could you imagine Real Housewives of New York without Ramona Singer? Because I mean, I mean, I bet she would like seriously regret it right now if she didn't join or she may have ended up joining later. Like we know Dorinda was around at the beginning, but didn't end up joining the show until, you know, all these seasons later. So there's that possibility that Ramona would have eventually joined, but I don't think she would be the icon of New York the way that she is now. Uh, yeah, because like every when you think of when you think of New York housewives, you think of Ramona, you think of Luann, and you think of Bethany. I would say probably Bethany, Ramona, Luann, um, and then sort of Jill. But like, does anybody really care about Jill anymore? She's like so thirsty to be on. That, again, either give her the apple or don't, or like leave her out completely. But like, do something with Jill. Cause I'm tired of like this, you know, dog. It's like when you're at the Thanksgiving dinner table and you're eating, and then there's a dog right next to you, and they're just like sitting there and just like waiting and wanting a scrap of your food and wanting a bite. Like that's Jill Zarin. Um, there was another panel that was with the producers. And so the producers during this panel, I think it was the realty, uh, the realty panel, the producers responded to Bethany's exit from the show and Bethany quitting Real Housewives in New York. 
right at the beginning of filming of the, the, the season that they're currently taping. And it did not seem like they were happy with her leaving, like at all. Like there was no, we'll miss her or she was a great, we had many great years with her or she's welcome to come back anytime. Like Andy Cohen has come out and he's like, she's welcome anytime. I think she'll come back, whatever, whatever. But the producers didn't seem to have that same warm, you know, embracing behavior towards Bethany. It seemed like if anything, they were really irritated and pissed that she left. And so some of the, um, like a lot of the comments that they made, so they said um, that she left. They're like, oh, well, you know, Bethany left for three seasons in the middle of the series and it was still really successful and it was some of the, you know, some of the best episodes we've had and some of the best cast trips that we've had. And then they assured us that like all of the current housewives that are on New York right now, that like they've all been doing it for years and they know how to bring it and all of that stuff and that there's really like no love lost with Bethany leaving. So it makes me think that there was either some type of personality issue or that she... um, it clearly made it seem like they didn't know that she was going to leave and were like super irked because she was probably a big part of, I mean, she's always a big part of every season, uh, but they're like, you know, Bethany is Bethany. And, but there was no, like, they didn't embrace her. It definitely seems like there's just, there's no love lost there, which is really, really kind of juicy. But they assured us that like the show will go on. It will be great. You know, the, it's actually a really spectacular season that they're taping right now, which I, I mean, I guess they kind of have to say that to get people interested, even though um, it definitely sounded like they were a little bitter that Bethany left. And I'm not going to lie. I would be, too, because I was sad when Bethany left because I love me some Bethany. She was my favorite part of Housewives of New York. So Dorinda, Sonia, Ramona, step it up. All right, last bit of tea, because again, it was the holiday week, so there wasn't too much going on, but Caitlyn Jenner is on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. I believe it's the Australian version. And so there are now reports coming out that saying that she may potentially get sued for violating a gag order where she's not allowed to publicly badmouth the Kardashians or talk, you know, or reveal anything, you know, intimate. And she admitted recently that she hasn't spoken to Chloe in about five or six years and that Chloe was really pissed off about her transition and um, that she doesn't understand why Chloe is so like she didn't get she doesn't get why Chloe won't speak to her. I mean, one, the fact that they haven't spoken in five or six years, like, but Caitlyn's been around like at the parties and the holiday stuff. So it's interesting that like Chloe refuses to talk to Caitlyn. And like, look, we even see that the sisters are not really big on Caitlyn because she's always she was always bad mouthing Chris. So this is why I get this is where it gets a little confusing with this report that are the reports that I was reading about this is that they said that this came from like one of the earlier keeping up with the Kardashians days where, you know, she wasn't allowed to bad mouth um, badmouth them now that she's not really in their lives but I feel like she's been badmouthing them this entire time like in the the um what was it the Vanity Fair article that she did where she first came out she badmouthed Chris in her book she badmouthed Chris her Diane Sawyer interview like there was just so much where she doesn't speak highly of them that I wonder if this new gag order is like recent and she had to sign it for I don't know what benefit she would have gotten from it but I also don't think that like her admitting that she hasn't spoken to Chloe in five or six years and that Chloe was really pissed about the transition like those aren't new revelations like we saw that all on keeping up with the Kardashians we saw that Chloe's not into her I did think it was a little lame of Caitlyn to be like I don't know why Chloe is so upset when it's like it's obvious they Chloe taped when I am Kate was on for two seasons and then I got canceled because it wasn't great um, when Chloe came on that show and when Caitlyn came and did the keeping up with the Kardashians show during the transition stuff like Chloe was always very clear that like 
it was the lack of communication that came from Caitlyn that really upset her at the beginning. And then it was the fact that they trash talked that Caitlyn trash talked their mother, which was also kind of, I mean, obviously like if my stepfather, you know, became a woman and then was like, you know what? No, now I'm going to say your mom was this, this and that. Like, of course I would use my, you know, popularity and fame to like, be like, no bitch, don't even try to come out here and be like, you know, trash talking my mama. Like, uh, -uh, that's not how I, I don't play that shit. Um, but yeah, I don't think that she's going to be getting sued for this. I feel like if she were going to be getting sued there were way worse things that she said in the past that would get her sued and like this is just this is just the kardashian um pr machine rolling down the tracks all right well that is my sugar update my love life update and some tea if you guys have any more tea like please send me tea send me updates send me let me know like what you're thinking so that way I can cover it on the show let me know what other topics you want me to cover you guys said you really want a lot more housewife stuff there wasn't a ton of housewife stuff over over the past week I did see Real Housewives of New Jersey which again I think I think Jennifer is like really funny I love when she gets drunk I love when she was like but Dolores said that she's not your friend Jackie that was really funny I thought that was great I love her because she's like the potster and she gets a little tipsy and I feel like I see myself in Jennifer because I'm a bit of a popster, potster, I'm a bit of a jokester, and I like to just like stir the pot and just like, just like you know, get everybody all egged on. I would be perfect for reality TV. Um, but yeah, I'm actually really liking Jersey this se- Jersey this season, and I wasn't that excited because the trailer didn't seem to be that amazing. But it's actually it's actually looking really good. I'm looking forward to it, and I'm hoping that Beverly Hills kind of really steeps things up because the cast keeps saying that it's not true that there's no drama, and apparently Denise Richards is at the core of all the drama this season. And apparently, um, the girls are fighting with her, and her only ally is Garcelle. And I really like Denise. So if Denise is at the center of the drama, I'm curious to see what that's like because her first season, like we kind of saw her, like she had little moments where she was like, you shut up, Camille. And, you know, she had her moments where she would really kind of get that that sassy side out of her that if we really get to see that a lot more, I want to see her do a table flip. Calling it right now. Denise, give me a table flip. Give me a a, a hair weave pool. Give me something. Otherwise, bring Brandy Glanville back. I'm going to preach to bring Brandy Glanville back till the day that I die, until they actually bring her back. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Uh, please follow me at Just Plain Zach for all the funny Instagrams and all my great Instagram stories. I interview my Uber drivers. I give you updates on my neighbors. People love it. Um, and I also offer some really hot tips and advice. Um, and I share, like, you know, little, little tidbits throughout the week that I later cover on this show. But, um, yeah, thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Don't forget to check out my Hack Your Hangover Holiday Survival Guide, which is coming out very, very soon. Very, very soon. It'll be available on theadultingpodcast.com, and I'll be releasing snippets and recipes and videos on my Instagram at JustPlainZach. Follow at NoFilterWithZach for show news, for um, pop culture news. Like, all of that tea will be spilled there, and that's more show-specific. But if you want to follow me in my life, follow me at JustPlainZach. And don't forget to listen to hashtag NoFilterWithZachPeter every Monday and Wednesday on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, all the places even on luminary still haven't figured out what the fuck that is but apparently nobody likes it so i might have to stop plugging it very soon thank you guys for listening i love you love you love you long time and now i'm gonna go finish my coffee and shop this hum nutrition cyber monday deal okay bye